and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. And it continues. You don't just get night one, you get night two of the Superstar Shake-Up. You get a Superstar Shake-Up, and you get a Superstar Shake-Up. With the General Manager of the Year, I've already given her the the award. The of the Year. She gets the award now. She's had like three quarters of one show. Paige is the General Manager of the Year. It's not even close. She wins the award. She could have some of the worst booking decisions in the world over the next... However many months there are left in the year, what is this month for? The next eight months uh, of the year, Paige is your general manager of the year. Why, Jamie? I'll tell you why. You don't even need to ask. Because Paige decided, I'm going to get rid of all the bad on my roster. And she sent every person who bogged SmackDown down, who made SmackDown Live the B show, and turned what was the premiere show coming out of the first brand split of the new brand split era was the A show, became the B show. She sent them all off. And I don't even care what she gets in return, she GM got, of the she year. got the Miz. That's fine. She got rid of Jinder Mahal. No, it's not fine, Chris. It's awesome. Got rid of Jinder Mahal, which is good. Got rid of Baron Corbin, even better. Got rid of Dolph Ziggler, who brought a friend. Uh, yes, Dolph Ziggler. By the way, I, I think Dolph Ziggler is alliance. And we're going to jump all over the place here, so just FYI. I think his alliance with Drew McIntyre uh, is going to be very interesting. I am very happy they called up Drew McIntyre as a heel. He is clearly better suited to be a heel. I think he can be a opposite of the main event babyface title holder type of heel, and I think that's exciting. They haven't really had that for a, a really... Uh, they, they didn't get that from him in his first run, but they're going to get that from him now. I think Dolph Ziggler needed to get away from SmackDown. By the way, needs to get away from the record scratch, no music thing, uh, then getting music thing. He needs to completely... I'm sorry, what date is this? Twitter, April 17, 2018. Um, so for the 25th time, Dolph Ziggler needs a character switch up. Okay, thank he you. He needs a character shake, shake up. Uh, I do not necessarily love the pairing of Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre. Uh, it's a little weird uh, to have McIntyre be... Basically, the muscle for Dolph Ziggler—that was I'm, the way I'm, it was sort of portrayed on by commentary, not yeah, by their action in the ring. Commentary I, I, I portrayed that way. I don't think that's that what way. it's going to end up being. I don't think this is going to be a Dolph Ziggler, Biggie Langston scenario here. For those of you who remember that era, I watched wrestling during that era. Uh, more importantly, you buried the lead, Jamie. Uh, all three members of Three MB are on the same show. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something I, I slacked to you, and I think the internet kind of uh, kind of laughed about. We it. want, we want it. Give me a three and B reunion. We're gonna get it. They're gonna tease it at some point where they're all gonna three be put in a match or in a scenario backstage, which they all kind of get together, and the crowd's gonna pop. For and it's gonna go, the place is gonna go nuts for it. The place is gonna go nuts for three and B. You know, it's funny back. because they've come a long way. I think that's what it's more about. That those it three is. have come it a is. more. It's, McIntyre's completely reinvented himself since then. I think Jinder Mahal has completely reinvented himself since then. And I, and I know that people are very critical of Jinder Mahal. But he's done a pretty good job. 
going from what he was. He's never should he have been world champion for six months? Probably not. I'll go with a no on that. But one. he has done a pretty good job, and as I like to preach on the show, not everybody needs to be a main eventer in order to be successful. Heath Slater fills the role that Heath Slater needs to fill in. He does. He's he's filling in that comic relief role. People like him. People are genuinely gravitate toward him. All three have actually come a long way from a, a gimmick that is almost uncomeback fromable. Well, that's not that's not phrase. that's not a word. Uh, so the the show opens. Kurt Angle comes out and is talking about how great the superstar shakeup is going to be. And then of course, who shows up but Sunil Singh, which is all you need to know. That means Jinder Mahal is moving to Smack to, to, to Raw, and. They have a back and forth. Uh, Angle gives out a funny email, which the crowd did not enjoy as much as I did at home. I was laughing at Kurt Angle trolling uh, Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. The crowd not as into it as I thought they were going to be. Uh, and then and Kurt Angle says, you know what? We we settle our score in the ring. You're defending the United States Championship right here, right now, against whoever wants to have that match. Jeff Hardy comes out. Jeff Hardy beats Jinder Mahal for the United States Championship. And Mr. Jeff Hardy has been spotted backstage at SmackDown tonight. So there is your answer to which one of your two mid-card championships are going to SmackDown Live. The U.S. title is just going to go back to SmackDown Live. Interesting. It's a little disappointing. I thought Rollins on SmackDown would have been really good. Yeah, yeah. And it was... I understand. I understand why they're doing that. I still think when you're going to have Brock Lesnar being your universal champion, you need somebody on that show that can carry a 25-minute match to close all the house shows. And again, that's something that a lot of casual fans don't think about, but that is a very it's – a, it's a significant part of WWE's business model. Like, I mean, that, wow. that is a factor that they do need to consider is what's main eventing. Now with yeah. all this Saudi Arabia money coming in, Eisner, I don't need the house uh, shows they, anymore. They, they still like Cancel money. the house shows. They still love their money. Uh, but yes, I, I, I think that makes the most sense. By the way, uh, keeping Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy separated for a while I think is a good thing. We talked about um, that on the show yesterday. I'm not so sure. That they're going to be separated? I'm not so sure. Well, they might not be, but if they are, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's not. I just I, I, I think Jeff Hardy's got to – he still has – Let's be realistic. WWE is going to, if they're going to give one of those guys a long singles run, it's going to be Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they already put Matt back in a tag team. Already been. Matt's already back in a tag team. Uh, Then we have uh, No Way Jose interrupting Jinder Mahal's promo, which is, I didn't know I needed, but I need it. Uh, I wish Jinder would have sold the music playing a little better. Well, because, you know, he can't actually hear the music. Uh, That's a stupid gimmick. My thought is that the only people who could hear the music were us at home. With the that, way it's no, that that's likely what happened. What they should have done is basically it should have been somebody and I put this in air quotes, somebody's playing it on their phone. Like while they're dancing back. Or give him a cue of the music is playing. So yeah, it can, was very odd. Hey Jinder, you're gonna have to act here, buddy. Yeah, it was very odd that like there was He like just kept no, cutting the promo. Yeah, it, it was very, very strange. Uh then we get Sasha and Bailey, Sasha Banks against Bailey, and yes. it ends in absolute uh it ends in a riot, really, uh, because the Riot Squad make their debut on Monday Night Raw, beat up both of them. I uh, I don't know what to think about this, because clearly the Riot Squad fell flat. I mean, there's just there's there's no I can't put it any nicer than that. They fell flat on SmackDown. Um, I'm of the belief that Absolution is going to SmackDown because duh, because you know who the GM is. Uh, Paige is a general manager. Greatest also, GM, by the way, Absolution has year. to change the music. That's something I realized last night. Yeah, oh, man, Paige is there at Raw Oh, yeah. GM of the year. And I, yeah, so English people are Although good GMs. Sure. Although I'm not sure. I mean, if Absolution is fully going there, but I think that makes sense. Having them both on the same show, I don't understand whatsoever there. Um, it would also be very interesting if they made, like, Ruby Riot the leader of Absolution. Like, she dumps 
Liv and Sarah Logan for Mandy Rose. That would be a very good story. It'll be interesting to see. But I don't think they're going to do that either. How we get Miz TV? The newest members of Monday Night Raw, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They come down, talks about how great of a team they are. They are the night. They're like the 1992 Dream Team. They're better than the NWO. And then Kurt Angle comes out, to which Sami Zayn cuts just an eloquent promo. Just the the mannerisms, the the letter, the glasses, Miz it's holding so the microphone. Good. It's just quintessential heel work by Sami it's Zayn. So good. It's so good. It's over the top too, which is what makes but it so good. It's intentionally over yes, the top. Yes, and that's exactly what he's and doing. It, so this whole segment was interesting because one, the commentary was a mess okay, all night. We need, was a complete mess. We need the to we need to discuss with Michael Cole what the idea of free agency is. It was very odd to me because Michael Cole doesn't usually make those types of things. Because well, coach, right? I mean, make I. I, I Coach got boy did he get outclassed on the mic. These are exact for three words, hours again. Tonight, these are exact words night. from Michael Cole. How can they be signed to Raw? They don't work for WWE. To which, which was a weird. To like, which yeah. I respond with, well, then how did they get to WWE in the first yeah, everybody place? Everybody can sign because your your logic is wrong. I understand the story they were trying to tell, but it didn't make sense. Like, like I understand saying, hey, how could they possibly be here? They didn't get a job. But the story you're telling them is they they, they signed as free agents, right? So what he should have said is, how did they get trade? Well, here's the problem. We still don't know how these moves happen. Like, see, that's the other thing that, that uh, my big question from last night. How do these moves happen? You just have to, it's just. How do you just, you just no. It's I, a shakeup, Jamie. I, but Things how? get, no, no, it's because a shakeup. Because they said drafted sometimes. They said traded sometimes. They said signed sometimes. They said joined. Joined. No, it's a shakeup. Things like, are shaken up. I would be a fan of, and heaven forbid they steal an idea from from sports because they don't want to do that because, again, they're an entertainment show. No, no, no. They're sports entertainment. No, no. They're, they're sports entertainment up until it comes to paying taxes and they're entertainment entertainment. But I would have liked a like trade deadline type mm-hmm. thing where Vince McMahon comes down and says, okay, God, okay, Paige, okay, Kurt Angle, you have to make at least five trades tonight. That is, I'm mandating as your boss, you need to make at least five trades tonight. You guys now have to hammer out how you make those trades work. And you can have a panel with Renee Young and Peter Rosenberg and Kayfabe the crap out and of it. Then, then at least you kind of say, okay, well, you know, because then you can still add the signings. You know, you say, oh, well, I signed Drew McIntyre. I signed Owens and Z-. You know, you still do the Stephanie angle. Stephanie says, well, no, we're not letting these guys walk away. I'm signing Owens and Zane, but you could say, okay. But in kayfabe, uh, Owens and Zane were fired from SmackDown Live, so yes. they could be signed. So they could be signed, but you could say, okay, well, Paige like, hey, I really want to get somebody really on our roster really pushing to get Miz. What do I have to give you to get Miz? Well, I want, I want Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. Well, I can't give you Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. I need Miz and Bob. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, you couldn't do a two-night show that way, but it would be, it would make more sense. Correct, Unless correct. Unless you just show up. Uh, so then, uh, like, what, what did Kurt Angle, like the first thing I thought in that segment, and again, I understand as a professional wrestling fan, sports entertainment fan, sports Vince, entertainment. that there are things I just have to accept as just fact. Guys bounce off the ropes and come back to you. I just have to accept that as a fact if I'm going to get over looking at that show. It's all about this momentum and speed, really. But. <laughs> the science. Try that in real life. See if the, the guy bounces yeah. back at you. The problem is, is the first thought I had when that whole Jinder Mahal segment, which is what opened the show, was, well, what did Kurt give up for Jinder Mahal? Well, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow so Kurt, night to find me. out. 
You have to wait till tomorrow to find it's, out. It's, that's that's it's the hook. Strange. It's a very strange. It's like the Blues Traveler song. Break. It's the the hook brings you back. You are not, mate. That is my gimmick. Yeah. The problem is, as a sports fan, I find it difficult to wrap my head around the concept of how these stu- superstars move shows. So Kurt Angle informs Mr. Miz, Mr. Mike Mizanin, that he's no longer a member of Monday Night Raw, that he's been traded to SmackDown Live, gone, and. Because Daniel Bryan has still some pull over there, he demanded that The Miz go over there. Can't wait for that. Just good. That, that's a match people want to see. Yes. It is. Uh, and then he informs that The Miz are staying on Raw, but that there's going to be a... R.I.P. There's a going away present. Yeah, those two are done. Uh, a, a going away present. It's going to be Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, The Miz, and The Miz against Rollins, Balor, Strowman, Lashley, and a superstar making their Raw debut. Yes. We have no idea. We have to guess for the rest of the night who that is going to be. Uh, then we then we talk uh, we we find out that Brizongo the fashion police are coming to Monday Night Raw. That's a solid move. I think they clearly stopped you for whatever they got so over on SmackDown they stopped using them. So you so move them to Raw. So I actually like they're gonna get a fresh start on Raw, and they got a win on their first night. We'll get to that. Is this, we're going in order here, Jamie. Uh, Kurt Angle meets with Ronda Rousey in uh, in his office. I don't like Ronda being buddy buddy with people. I don't mind it. Cause I just I don't like it. I don't mind it because it's real. Like she's actually friends with Natalia. Like, I know, that's, but that I doesn't just, bother me because that's that's real life. I just don't like it. I have I have just a problem with it. But I, I don't because Natalia's a babyface now, which by the way was very clear in that backstage segment. Yeah, they turned face. her. Yeah, they turned yeah. her babyface. She's gonna turn heel. It's gonna be like Big Show. She's gonna turn heel on Ron. Well, yeah, you know, of course she will. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, but right now she's a babyface. Because uh, they need her to be a babyface. Dolph Ziggler comes out. Titus Worldwide. Who Apollo's got his last name back. Yeah, I it's saw now that. Apollo that Cruz. I, I, you know who knows? Oh, we need the we need the backup. We need the backup. We need the backup. Okay. Beep beep beep. I want to back up to the Miz segment for a second. Okay. Okay. Because Angle goes to Sammy and Kevin. You had a match last week to determine who's going to get a spot. You both lost. You both don't get a spot. And I know I, I look. I don't know anybody in WWE. I don't get this information. I know. I know for a fact. That Vince McMahon put this line in this segment. They deadpan to Sammy and Kevin, who look at Kurt Angle and say, plans changed. And I just know that Vince put that in there because of how many times we talk on the internet about how Vince just changes plans and Meltzer all the time goes, well, plans change. I know for a fact that Vince put that line in there. It was so good. I was laughing when I heard that. Okay. Back to Dolph Ziggler. Titus Worldwide comes out, tries to get him to join, uh, to join, to join Titus Worldwide. Drew McIntyre shows up. They hit a very cool Claymore kick zigzag combination, which they are going to botch at one point, and it's going to look very bad. Yes, but when it but clicks, it, it's a cool finish. Yeah, no, the click. That's no, no, no. I didn't say the click. Okay, when it okay. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Roman Reigns cuts a promo. Oh boy, Roman Reigns. All right. Um, uh, the, the Roman Reigns who by shows the way, up in his chain. Crowd in Hartford. That was a really yeah, strong crowd. Yeah, it's WWE's crowd. backyard. I know it is, but still, it's a really strong crowd. They probably Hartford. put in a bunch of their own employees in the audience. Cheer uh-huh. for Roman. Cheer Roman. Well, they didn't get many cheers from Roman. In uh, that case. I uh, like the Roman Reigns that wears his chain and his watch to the ring like a yes. badass, yes. and then proceeds to cut the most babyface promo of them all. Yeah, the, the crowd was having none of this because they, they don't want to see it. They've been very again. This is not against Roman Reigns. They don't want to see what they are being given. And they continue to be given it, and people are verbal. They're just they're they're pushing back in the same force WWE is pushing it forward. Um, I also, by the way, I really like, and I, I saw some criticism online the last two weeks about Samoa Joe's promos. And oh, excuse not, me? No, 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 not not his ability to deliver oh. the promo. 
that why is Joe so focused on Brock Lesnar, what Brock Lesnar's done to Roman Reigns? And I said, well, this is simple. If I don't like somebody, and that person I don't like, I know is really bothered by this one thing. It, even if it doesn't happen to involve Correct. me, I'm going to needle them about that one thing that I know really bothers sure. them constantly. Uh, That's why he's doing that. I saw some criticism like, why isn't he promoting himself? Is this a Paul Heyman talking about Lesnar when he's really supposed to manage Cesaro thing? No, it's not that at all. I have an issue with this segment, and it's one nitpick. Okay. I don't like Samoa Joe tossing to a video highlight as if he edited the thing himself. Yeah, that's, and, and, that's one of those ones where, as a wrestling fan, I just accept it. Right, and it's just, it 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 looks so just weird. Because he's cutting such a good promo, yeah. and then he cuts it off and is like, let's look at this highlight. And it's just like, it's so not well, in it, the flow of what's no, going on. But but I, I do at least understand, like, hey, I put this, you know, if it's like I put this together or something like that, like... I accept that they're going to play highlights. I just accept it. I have to accept it as a wrestling fan because it's very awkward to maneuver a different way. Unless you're like the Jerotron 5000 where you can at least say, okay, well, it's his TV segment. Well, and he, so yells, he yells at the, the monkeys in the truck. It's, it, it, there's a kayfabe explanation for yeah. it. They've worked around that. Same thing with The Miz and Miz TV. Yes. Those segments are set up so they can do things like that and it makes sense. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, other than that, Joe's promo was incredible. And yeah. I am rooting for Joe. Which is not what they want, but I'm rooting for Joe. Of course. And by the way, the Joe Reigns feud that was very brief from several months ago was very good as well. Yeah, but if Joe's going to lose, the place is not going to have any of it. Well, the Prudential Center in New Jersey is going to have none of this. It doesn't matter if they hold it. Well, maybe I guess if they hold this in Saudi Arabia, maybe. So if they're held on the moon, it's not going to matter. Roman Reigns is getting booed when he wins. People do not want to see him continue to win as a babyface. They don't want it. Uh, Sonya Deville makes the mistake of trying to challenge uh, Ronda Rousey, yes. and Ronda Rousey kills her. Yes, with, kills uh, her dead. With a great leg sweep trip combination, which yes. is very cool. Uh, Mike Canales is coming By the over. Way, this, this might not mean much to a lot of people, but again, I, I just want to make this point because I was high on Sonya Deville when she got called up. I think, and it might only be a one-night thing, but I think there's there shows some level of confidence that they put her in the ring with Rousey. Yes, I, I don't think it's going to be some long-term no, feud, no, no. but it's still early enough in the process where they're being very selective with who she is in the ring with, and there's enough confidence Correct. they have in Sonya Deville. Uh, but both Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are going to be excellent. Correct. Uh, Bar Baron Corbin, Mike Kanellis coming to uh, yes. Monday night. Hopefully that means Maria's coming with Mike. Of course. Because uh, I need that answer. To yeah, I, I, I need... I don't know where they were initially going um, with the Mike Canal storyline. I remember I really much enjoyed the Love Hurts backstage segment involving Sami Zayn. I yes. thought that was very enjoyable, but we never got to see a conclusion to that for a litany of different reasons. Um, none of them really wrestling related. No. But I, I'm excited. I, I thought toward his end of his run in TNA that the miracle gimmick was really, really strong. And I feel like that can be a, an intercontinental title level heel feud like he can be in that role yeah. and excel and not seem out of place i want to see if we get there now they never ran the miracle gimmick on wwe tv i don't know if they're ever going to although we do now know they will run tna gimmicks on tv hi matt hardy but we will see if that manifests itself i think he can be an upper mid card heel that can draw a little bit of money and i think by the way that's really good spot mm -hmm. it's a really good spot like i feel like people now if i don't say you're a main eventer like i'm 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 downgrading who you are. Not everybody can it's be true. the main event. You can't have 50 main eventers on your roster. It doesn't work that way. Then, well, let's talk about the main event, which was a 10-man tag match, which the 10th member, the 5th man of uh, Team Good Team Guy, 5th man? Uh, was the glorious Bobby Roode, yes. who is joining uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, by the way, 
by the way, this is all before you even say you're by the way. Uh, they very clearly de- have decided in the last month that, oh, okay, yeah, Braun Strowman's a baby okay, face. Okay, so let's, let's, let's stop. Okay. Let's stop assuming otherwise. That's where I'm going with yeah. this. Did you listen to the crowd waiting for the hot tag for Braun Strowman? Yes, he's a baby face. He was freaking out on the – give the him the belt. The stuff was Give baby him face. the belt. I remember when that guy first came up. I was a little so- – I- and, and I said, it doesn't work for me. And then he started being a comic book character where he just destroys things. Yes. And then I went, okay, I like this guy. And he's got a personality. I think it's key. He's got a personality. And I think that is – it's so remarkable, the difference. Because you think of the stereotypical big man that WWE has had. And you look at which ones have been successful and which ones haven't. Let's, you know, let's talk about, like, Big Show. His success is because he's got a personality. And I know people are like, oh, I don't want to – don't think about Big Show the last four years. Think about <laughs> Big Show Prime. Think about Kane. And how relevant Kane was up until about two or three years ago because of his personality. What failed with Great Kali? He didn't have personality. What failed with Heidenreich? Wow. Like, like, like you have to look Matt at Morgan? These, yeah, the blueprint, Matt Morgan. Like, you see, what what is the difference? And it's, all of them were physically gifted. Now, some were better. I mean, Kane was a damn good worker for somebody his size. Like, yeah. as was show. Like, people, people forget how this warped view of those guys because of probably how they were overbooked on TV about three, four years ago where they were on TV constantly. People were like, okay, we've, we're done. We've seen them for 15 years. We're good. But what they were in their prime were, were spectacular. Braun Strowman is an athletic specimen who people look at and go, A, this guy's actually a nice human being. Have you heard any interview Braun Strowman's ever done with anybody? That sounds like somebody like you want to hang out with. Yes. He sounds like he comes across as a genuinely would like to go to Chipotle with Braun interesting, Strowman. Interesting, cool guy that actually has like a, a good heart. He's athletic. He looks like Braun Strowman looks. And you go, Yeah. How do you not see money there? Give him the belt. I look at that and like, that guy's that guy's money. And if you remember, the the reason why Roman has always been handpicked as the guy was because they didn't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. And and Braun and Roman's good. The problem is is the problem is is everybody know everybody's too smart now. No, no. The point I'm gonna make is you, you had the thing with Brian. And and they, they did the thing with Brian, but then Brian got hurt, so they yes. weren't able to go away from Roman. Yes. They had to keep pushing with Roman. Okay, well now I don't think you have. There's no excuses anymore. You have Brian and you have Strowman. And the, the, you have two baby you, faces have that are over. The issue with Roman as a baby face is that, and this is not again. It's going to sound like a knock on him as a person. I'm not saying that. He is not giving himself up to the audience. Like he is not. He is not by nature, and overtly babyface character. And I'm not saying that because he's a bad person. He's not a bad person. If you've seen anything he has done with anything outside of the ring, it is he, the way he carries himself on TV and off TV, he's almost introverted. He is very kind of closed off. So you can run a, a silent badass gimmick. You can run something like that and kind of hope people kind of feed into it a little bit of the Aleister Black mold. Yeah, but um, they didn't book him that way. But they didn't. They didn't. The problem is, is, is people don't feel, and I talked about this on the show, and we, talk, we spent a long time talking about this because I'm fascinated by character development and, and what people are looking for and what people latch on to in professional wrestling. He is not relatable. And I, I think the problem is, is and it's, it's the same turn that happened with Cena. Once Cena became unrelatable, the audience started to shift on him. Yes. And again, he still made plenty of money. Roman Reigns is still selling plenty of merch. But I'm talking about when you're trying to book somebody to their character to the full extent. I, I, there are, this is an oversimplification, but 
There are two types of people in the world when you're talking about looking at a character and identifying with them, whether it's in a movie, whether it's in WWE, whatever it is. Do I want to be them yep. or do I want to be friends with them? If you want to be them, there's a chance that could be a babyface character, but a lot of times that there's, you, you create your own self-jealousy. If there's, I want to be friends with them, I want to have a beer with them, that is going to be your more babyface character. That's what people think about Daniel Bryan. I think, oh, that's somebody I would hang out with. Same thing or with Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That guy is everything I want to be. I want to hang out with him because he's cool. That's what happened when John Cena was the doctor of thugonomics, which is why he came in as a heel. People immediately turned him babyface. Mm -hmm. People forget the heel Cena was turned babyface by the Quickly. crowd because he was so entertaining. The problem is, is people. I don't think people want to have a beer with Roman Reigns. They look at Roman Reigns and go, I want to be him because that's everything I'm not. Or that's what my... That's what my girlfriend wishes I was. Or I wish I used to play football and look like. like. You create this weird jealousy and you mix that with the fact that everybody knows that Vince has picked him as the guy and people naturally wanting to rebel against people telling them what to like and what to do. Do you know who my mom's two favorite wrestlers are? Who? John Cena and Roman Reigns. My mom's favorite two wrestlers? Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. I mean, there, there, there you go. Those, there's your examples. Yes. I mean, and that's just, those are just our moms who watch the product because we watch the product. Yes. And there's and, and my mom has noticed all the time about how, you know, Roman is, is pushed as this guy and she talks yes. about how like why do they boo Roman? And I have to I, I have these conversations with my mom. I'm like, Well, mom, a lot of things that they don't like about Roman, that's the disconnect that yes. the, the booking group and the creative have with their audience. They don't they just not bridging that gap. And, and when you But Strowman has that. He has all the pieces, which is rare for somebody who looks like he does. Because it's yes. hard to get and somebody he can cut a promo that too. is like oh my God, this guy could break me in half with one arm and to say, I like that guy. Like, it, because it, 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 it's beyond just, wow, he does cool things. He does plenty of cool things, but the connection that he has with the audience is deeper than that. And it's been deeper than that for some time now. Uh, yes. Um, and I think, I'm glad to see that last night, even despite after all the Nicholas stuff, which was bad and not yes. his fault, uh, he is still over as a babyface, oh, as yeah. a main event. Um, all right, let's I talk. enjoyed the scene at the very end with all five guys with the bronze. Do you want to know what? So do you want to know what? Finn posted on his, on his uh, Instagram too. Do, do you know what I looked at that as? And it was weird because Roman wasn't there, but that looked to me as this is the main event scene. Yeah, like that's what it looked like. Oh, it was like those are your baby faces. It was like those are our main. For eventers. now, Bobby Roode still needs to turn heel. I will say that. I and I think that, La I'll I beat that point to death. I think Lashley works better as a heel too, but. Yes, he does. Yes, both of them work much yes. better as heels. Uh, by and the way, a lot of a lot of TNA all over this over there these was. two shows. There was, but okay. that's okay. Like it, it, it's okay. You know why? Because when Bobby Lashley left and come back, he is a he can make more money for WWE now with his ability than he could the day he walked out the door. Same thing with he's better now. Same thing Period. with McIntyre. McIntyre is significantly better now than when he walked out the door. PW Insider reporting that there's going to be a Carmelibration tonight. Carmelibration. Carmelibration. Well, Mella is money. Mella is money. Uh, the Mella uh, era has begun. Yes. Uh, good for her. Very excited She's for that. She's very good. Who I comes over she got tonight? lost in the shuffle for a little bit there even after she won the money in the bank. No? Just going to ignore my question? Who the, comes over to SmackDown Live tonight? What does Paige get in return for sending off all of the un unwanted toys well, we already know Miz is coming over. Okay, yes. Rule you him out. You told me that Finn Balor is, in is on the So, okay, so here... Is, is, this, is this confirmed? So here's here's what I will say. Well, I mean, I, I guess you could still draft the, him to the show. The Raw group 
yes. is doing a series of shows in South Africa over the next couple of days. And the prevailing theory is if you're going on that show, and this is, again, this is pure speculation on my part and by a lot of people on the Internet's part, that if, they, if you're on that show, you're not going to be a part of SmackDown Live. And, of course, sure, they can do a video package highlighting that somebody's coming over from, from Raw to SmackDown. But methinks that if you're a big enough name that they're gonna, they would want you in Rhode Island tonight for, for the show. If you, let's say, were a Finn Balor and you yes. were going to SmackDown, they would want you there. Uh, so there are Instagram posts and there are people who work at airports that have confirmed the... It's like the days where you and I tried to track down Ronda Rousey. Yeah, the location of where people are. And uh, Nia Jax's Instagram, where she was going to South Africa via the airport, showed that Finn Balor was with her. As that they were in a group of traveling together. So I think Finn's ruled out. I think Nia's going to stay. And clearly they're not switching the women's championships because they didn't do that. No, they been uh, Jeff wrong. Hardy has been spotted backstage... Which is a possibility, uh, which it's either him or Seth Rollins. It's one of those two that has to go back. Won't be both, and it, but it won't be none. No, it, it be needs to be two. one, and uh, and because Hardy's backstage, I think it's going to be, be him. Um, I think I, I think there's a thousand percent chance that Andrade San Almas is on the show. He should be. He's ready. Um, he's ready. I don't know. I don't know what his first feud is, but he's ready. Uh, if they are going to pull the trigger on this Velveteen Dream stuff, SmackDown's probably Ooh, the place for that's it. That's interesting. I I would be. I'd. St- I, I would I hold know, off on it. I don't it. know what to do with Velveteen Dream because he's so damn young. But also, I don't know what more he has to do at NXT. Right, but I, you can't just throw him on the main roster because of that. Yeah. you got to have a plan for him. Um, and, I don't, and I don't think there's a plan for him. Amos, you move him over to SmackDown. He's in the main event scene. Yeah. The main event scene becomes Styles, Nakamura, Brian, Orton, and Amos. Yeah, which, by the way, is perfect. I, I love Amos on the show. I don't know if I'd pull the trigger on Velveteen Dream yet. I, no, I I'm get, not there either. I wonder... I have this fear, and it's not because of anything involving Patrick Clark, but I have this fear that the audience on the main roster won't get it. Like, and, and yeah. that's my fear. And I know a lot of people watch NXT, but again, let's let's again, let's, please look at the Raw ratings, look at the SmackDown ratings. NXT is not drawing half of that on a uh, weekly basis. Uh, by the way, 3.6 million people, the average for Raw, uh, down 3.9 from the Raw after Mania. Well, yeah, that's... No, I'm just saying, that, cl- close enough, really. They, they yeah, did a very I mean, good job. expected. Very good job. But, like, like so I, I wonder if people are going to get it. And it's it's a gimmick that is very heavily based on you, like, going, wow, this guy's weird. Like, and, and appreciating his in-ring work ethic. Like, I, I feel like that's... I, I, Chris, if you ask me to explain to you the Velveteen Dream gimmick, uh, I could. Jamie, explain to me the Velveteen Dream I gimmick. I cannot. Okay, see? Yeah. But you know what? I love him. Like, he's great. D-R-E-A-M is... I can't explain it. No, you can't. It's That's it, why That's why. That's why it says that in the song, and then there's nothing happens. It just says Velveteen Dream. I love him. He's great. He's yes. excellent. There's nothing about what he does From that I don't bell like. bell to bell, people will get him because he's good. I just wonder if they'll get the ancillary stuff. I, I, I don't know if they will. Cien mm-hmm. Almas, simple. Zelina Vega will make him a star Tranquilo. because when he, because when he is in the ring, he's not just good; he's elite. Yeah, I think he's one of the best wrestlers like he's in the world. He's a show yeah. stealer. Yes. Like let's let's talk about an Andrade Cien Almas Daniel Bryan feud at some point. My goodness, give those two twenty five minutes. Huh. Okay, that was your first thought. My first thought was Nakamura Almas. That but- would be good too. <laughs> That was my first thought. But they're both heels, heels so you need one of them to turn, really. But the main event scene, if Almas does go up, and again, pure speculation. Almas will be great up there, too. Almas, Almas Brian, Nakamura, Styles. Almas is ready. 
If you, but I don't care if they did this on accident. They made a show for the internet fan. I don't think it's a full action. I think they're they're aware that there are two divergent audiences that enjoy their product, and that Raw is always going to be catered to the casual fan. To I don't even say a certain extent, to a pretty large extent, and that they can play around with SmackDown a little bit more, which again rolls into your future theory of how they could potentially change the booking of Raw and SmackDown if they were to go to Fox. If yes, if Raw was go to, were to go to Fox proper and SmackDown Live were going to be on FS1, I think that opens up a whole new ball game to make Raw your casual because Fox is in. I, I don't know everybody's home. Every, yeah, everybody. Uh, so you, you have a large audience, an uncapped really audience. Anyone who owns a, a TV in any capacity can 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 their eyes can fall upon your product. Funny ears, rabbit ears. Whereas SmackDown is people are going to have to go seek that out. Yes. So why not make that a show worth seeking out? Yeah. Turn it into the main roster version of NXT. You're gonna do the dual. You're gonna do the dual pay per views anyway. Yeah. So it's not like that brand is gonna is gonna take away from Which, your pay per views. Which interesting little music video they played. Yeah, I the saw show. that yesterday, and yeah. it's very odd. Um, again, there's still the logical stuff with backlash and them hyping matches that that may not happen well, did, because did, of the. Sorry, did I get this wrong? Did they change the U.S. title match? Because I I don't think I just dreamed this up that there was. Talk that Mahal was going to get his rematch. So Mahal invoked his rematch clause for the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yes. Orton's match that he won last week was for a match at Backlash. Yeah, but wasn't the Greatest Royal Rumble, wasn't there a different match for the U.S. title? No, no, no. We didn't know. We knew that the championship was going to be defended. We just didn't have a match We didn't yet? know what the match was. I thought he had like a, oh, okay. So when, when Orton beat him, when, or when Orton won the triple threat, and they said Orton Mahal at Backlash... It was weird because you still had to do the Greatest Royal Rumble yeah. and you still had the Superstar Shake-Up. Yes. Same problem applies because now Orton well, is going to... He's going to fight Jeff Hardy now, but... Nice. Which is a weird combo because now it's two baby faces, but... Yeah, it's fine. Although the crowd will clearly favor Jeff Hardy in that, but... Yes. So I'm excited for tonight. I think you're going to see more NXT stuff tonight uh, than main roster movement. I think Sanity yeah. is, a, is, a, is, a, Sanity, is a player. Almas. Uh, Almas. I would not rule out, and I think this would be a mistake. Oh, am I going to hate this? I don't know where, I don't know where you're going with this. And coming from me, this is going to be very... From me. Okay, I'm scared now. Johnny Gargano is a possibility, and oh, I think yeah, that's a yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a mistake to have him on the same show as Brian. Yeah, I said that all along. I, just, yes. I don't know what you do, but here's the problem. I don't want... My fear with Gargano is I, I, I have a hard time believing his stock is going to get hotter. It might maintain heat, not like kill heat, but heat. Cheap heat. But at some point, like, I wonder if you, if they've learned from their mistake with Finn Balor, which was. No, he's over. Waiting. Uh, you mean Finn Balor of the long. Bullet Club? No. Waiting too long to call him up. Now, again, we're never going to know what history would have done if he didn't blow out his shoulder in that match with Rollins. Like with all never, Seth's fault. Because he, he won the title his first night. So like... Well, his first pay-per-view. First pay-per-view, yes. Because he, he, he won his first match on Raw. Yes, beat Roman in his first yes. night on Raw. And then won at his first pay-per-view. So we never know where that where that universal... Again, for one time, he was the longest reigning universal champion of all time before Kevin Owens broke that record. But... Yeah. yeah. We don't know where that would have led to. No. But the consensus when Finn Balor was called up was... This was way too far overdue. I wonder like, if you're ever going to get Gargano hotter than he is right now. Did you see what Tommaso Ciampa tweeted? I did not. Uh, that people keep telling him that he tapped out and that he lost. Oh, yes, yes, but it's uh, unsanctioned. It's, it's unsanctioned, so it doesn't, doesn't count. count. It's so good. That's so good. 
Uh, Gargano is one of only three WWE wrestlers to have five to have three five star matches uh, in the Wrestling Observer. By the way, I saw that note earlier today. Uh, it, I think that's. But that's it. what I mean. Like I, I, I am with you. I have said on the show numerous times. You need to keep him opposite of Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. on your card. I just wonder, like, if he's not coming up now, when? Uh, yeah, and and hopefully there's a plan for him. And and, yeah. I, and they might have a plan, like, hey, we don't care about the superstar shakeup. Two months from now, we have a specific angle in mind for you. Perfect. That's even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to see what they do with Nakamura and if he is more of his sarcastic self tonight on the show because yes. it was great last week. I hope it continues. Um, I think you could very easily put a, a main event together tonight of AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura and The Miz. And people, I would, would not be surprised if that's the people man. would eat that up. And if it's not this week, it might be next week. Yeah. Uh, so that's the that I think is a very cool direction to go. I'll be very intrigued to see what they do. Uh, Page already the GM of the year, as I mentioned. Uh, anything else, Jamie, that you'd like to discuss? I'm trying to think. Anything else? Anything else from so. Raw that piqued your interest? I mean, I'd, again, I, I talked about Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt going to go to uh, the Jeddah to uh, fight the the bar. That yeah. they don't just set the bar; they are the bar. It, it's it's all right. Is there um, nothing else? No, we can really. we can. I, I, li- I, li- I like the Elias' segment backstage. Uh, Rachel with Rachel. With yeah, Rachel. Rachel. Was very well, good. I, it's smart. Still, uh, it's a thing that Jericho still Jericho's gimmick. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. It worked. Uh, it. it, it well, it felt like, boy, for a while there, it felt like anything that Jericho did on TV got over. Corey so Graves on Twitter uh, asking Finn to stop starting clubs because they're hard to keep track of because he called it the Bullet Club on television last night, to yeah. which Michael Cole had to correct him. That was very funny. Um, that's about it. That's all I got, everybody. Part two of the Superstar Shake-Up tonight. We will react to it tomorrow. So on that note, you can follow the show on Twitter. Oh, we should talk about one last thing, briefly. <sighs> briefly. I didn't give you a full answer. I didn't say no. Just kept rolling. Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, so when is American Alpha coming back together? Oh, yes, because Chad Gable has moved over to Monday Night Raw. I, I think the moment that Jason Jordan is cleared, they're going to put them back together. Yeah, let's, can we pretend that like the whole Angle Sun thing never happened? Like, Can we just it, okay. brush it under the rug? When run? Jordan is healthy, you need to run an angle where Gable needs a partner. And yes. then Jordan come back, and then we can forget everything happened. Yes. And just move on. That's that's exactly what you need to do. Uh Okay, seriously, anything else before I no, do that? Okay. No, I'm serious now. On that note, you can follow the show on Twitter at FRSSlam, FRSSlam.com for all your pro wrestling, pro wrestling content needs. Uh, hint, hint, you're going to have a New Japan column tomorrow coming from uh, this guy Ooh. right here about maybe somebody that should be in the best of the Super Juniors. You probably have heard me talk about that on the podcast. I'm going to put it into written form uh, for you tomorrow. Uh, you can find the show, Apple Podcasts and iTunes, FRSSlam Radio. We're on Anchor, FRS Slam Radio there as well. And as always, for Android listeners, Pocket Casts and Overcasts. And the show gets tweeted out at the Twitter account and gets posted on the website as well. That's going to do it for us here today, guys. We will be back tomorrow to break down night two of the Superstar Shake-Up and get you ready for NXT and for everything else that's going to happen during the week. We will talk to you then.